But darling, the boy drove me to murder by exonerating a harlequin who I framed for robbery at the Quickie Mart. Oh, it all sounds so stupid. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors Zombie Years. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Greg's feeling real down. <laughs> After watching these episodes. It's been an afternoon. It's been a time. Uh, we, of course, are the two bad neighbors. My name is Alan. I'm Greg. And he's Greg. <laughs> and Greg My mom a... asks me sometimes... <laughs> why? Why do you do this? What what do you what's to gain? Um, and it's days like these where I don't have an answer. <laughs> well, Greg, it's for our lovely Patreon subscribers. That's true. Who we, we do we it do. for them. Yeah, we do love every one of you. Remember the the plaque that we have in our office here. Mm-hmm. Do it for them. Yeah. Yeah. The plague. Uh, so <laughs> we are, of course, going to talk about two Zombie Simpson episodes once again. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, try to, we try to theme them. You know, we try to pick a couple that have a similar theme or feeling, or sometimes just two in the same season. Uh, this time around, we decided to do two Sideshow Bob episodes. Because, as you and I both know, and our fans know, yep. he's a favorite. Yep. He's in six Golden Age episodes, I want to say. Yep. If you count the first one, I guess. The first one's like great. The, I like uh, the first one a lot. Cressy gets busted. Yep. That's maybe one of the only ones from season one that I would put up there. Yeah. Cressy gets busted. Black Widower. Um, Cape Fear. Cape Fear, of course. Sideshow Bob Roberts. Thank you. Uh, Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming. And, of course, Brother from Another Series. Which we haven't got to yet on our That's main right. feed. That's right. But that, as far as we are concerned, is the end of Sideshow Bob. Yep. <laughs> it wraps his story up in a nice way. Sure does. A little bow. You know, he, he tries to go straight. And his brother is, you know, the one who is still evil or whatever. And it brings him down. And he's just kind of like, whatever. I guess I'm just resigned to a life of evil. You'll live to regret this. <laughs> oh, great. Now I sound crazy. <laughs> And it ends with, like, I, I'm i older, I get the top bunk. Yeah. And it's a nice way to say goodbye to the character. Because we saw him try to be good. And, and, it, and it works. Yeah. It works in that episode, which we'll get to once we talk about that episode at length. But they bring him back. <laughs> again and again and again. Again and again and again. Uh, we chose two episodes that are post that, of course. Um, but not the two immediate immediately after um because there is another episode in between the two that we're going to be talking about today that i think thematically fits in with a different uh theme as it were uh because it's essentially a sequel episode to a beloved episode yeah so i wanted to leave that one for a different time but so today we're talking about the day of the jack and apes and the italian bob so Day of the Jack and Apes, of course, is in season 14? 
Day of the Jack and Apes is in season 12. Sorry, 12. <laughs> oh boy. And it's the one that's immediately after the season, uh, like the the Sideshow Bob ap- uh, episode that's immediately after Brother from Another yes. Series. Yeah, so this is the first this is the first one, first time we see him since then. And Italian Bob is in <laughs> season 18? 17, I think. Jesus. <laughs> I can't keep, tra- we just watched these. I can't keep track of the fucking timelines, but... But it is quite a while it's later. the eighth episode of season 17, yeah. 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 So season 12 and season 17. Um, there is, like I said, another one in between that. But we'll talk about that another time. But he returns in Day of the Jack and Apes as if Brother from Another series never happened. Yep. Because he's just in his own cell. Yep. <laughs> watching his TV. Cecil's never mentioned. Not even a little. Yeah. Uh, and it's essentially another try and kill Bart or try and kill Krusty plot, or bu- in this case, both. It's so lazy. <laughs> this episode is so lazy. So, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to just talk about the first one? Yeah, let's talk about Jack, let's Jack and Apes first. Let's that one first. Yeah, and let's, then let's do that on. one first. Yep. So Day of the Jack and Apes. Uh, the plot, essentially, Krusty decides to retire because of network executives. Oh, God. <laughs> which which we'll talk about. Uh, and then through that, he kind of reveals that he taped over all of his older episodes with Judge Judy. Yeah, yeah. Which Sideshow Bob is privy to and realizes those are his episodes. Yeah. So Krusty has erased his past. So now he will erase his future. Yeah. So he gets let out of prison very easily. Yep. And he decides to basically hypnotize Bart into becoming his boy bomb. With a bow and arrow set. Yeah. Or an arrow target sense. set. You can't, can't make that a hypnotized spiral. <laughs> but uh, it ends with him essentially realizing Krusty loved him. I guess. And so he, like, calls off the boy bomb. Well, it ends with him being sentenced to death. Of course. We all know that. (laughs) Which is why he doesn't appear again. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. He keeps coming back. If this had meant that he didn't appear again, then I would maybe like this episode a little more. It'd be kind of funny if it's, like, you think it's a joke, but, like, he never appears again. Yeah. And, like, maybe they reference it later. Like, yeah, no, remember when Sideshow Bob was murdered? (laughs) Or was executed? Was murdered by the government? <laughs> That's what execution is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, he's of course going to keep returning as long as Kelsey Grammer's still alive. Uh, yep. And we all pray he will be. Yep. But what did you think, Greg? Do you like this one? <laughs> <laughs> this episode sucks. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's no good. It's really bad. Like, okay, first thing out of the gate. Um, uh, first thing out of the gate is uh, we're watching an episode of Me Wanty. Oh, uh, uh, I already forgot. That yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah, me too. I had to look it up, <sighs> and then 
It's a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire parody. And and they use Homer as the lifeline, and Lisa says bon bon. Mo is the contestant so for some reason. Dumb. It's so dumb. And all of and you, right it's away, very, it's, something's wrong. It's a very like of the time. <clears throat> excuse me. It's very of the time. Um, Which, parody, so is right? the next episode. Yes, like there's but, a lot but of that. But like very specifically, like this air. When when did the episode air? Like what year? This episode came out February eighteenth, two thousand and one. Two thousand one. There we go. The last year of the nineties. <sighs> <laughs> That's right. So this ties in with what we were saying about the the last two episodes we talked about, where it's this weird era. People don't know what to do. <laughs> Yep, it's like the '90s are over. Millennium's happening. Sorry, the Willennium's happening. Yeah, uh, people are Y2K didn't happen. Yep. So like, what? But yep. it's pre 9/11, so people are still like happy. Sounds <laughs> bad, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. There's but less. It's true. Like, it's like there's yeah. less cynicism yeah. in the world, but, but all people the... are more free with joking about really shitty things. Yeah, and doing just really shitty parodies. In this particular episode, I say there's less shitty. Uh, shitty things joked about than like there's less mean spirited jokes than right. in the next one of course um and i think that is also a a consequence of the time yes we're like because after 2001 a lot of humor goes towards like oh let's be edgy right. and edgy just means mean yeah usually most of the time but the who wants to be a millionaire parody is so uninspired me wanty. Me wanty is what they call it, which is stupid in and of itself. But I mean specifically like the 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 parodying of the format where it's like, ah, you you stalled for twenty minutes, you know? Or making the questions super easy. Like like stupid easy, you know? Um, which like to be fair, that's only like the first couple questions that they do that. You know? And people get out on the first question sometimes. Yeah, it's not <laughs> which the... is one of my favorite things to watch on YouTube. <laughs> it's people losing on question one on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Check it out if you haven't, <laughs> <laughs> because they're so confident because it's supposed to be very easy, and then oftentimes they say, you know, so like Oreo final answer. I mean, oh, and they immediately realize they fucked up, and it's great because Regis is like. Ooh, <laughs> like sorry, and then they display money one zero dollars. <laughs> Schadenfreude. So this um, is the uh, this is the point where that person who won zero dollars would be asked quietly to leave. Mm-hmm. They uh, get into their car. Perhaps they brought their family with them to sit in the audience. The car ride home is dead quiet. <laughs> It is, there's, there's like nothing is going to be said because nothing need be said for a little while until like the guy gets home, uh, perhaps his, his wife and their child beckony, um, beckony. Yeah. Came to the, to, to the hole and, and they did, and they did the thing cause they want to be supportive. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and he, and like the guy comes in, he's like, uh, tell beckony to go to bed. Um, and 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 immediately wrong thing to do because he's like in the he's like he's being curt and short and this is the kind of guy who stays that way. It just it something changes in him, mm-hmm. and it never goes away. <laughs> he uh he he starts to blame everyone. 
for his own failing on who wants to be a millionaire. And that's why he didn't get away with more than zero dollars because he blames his family. The house is sad. The house becomes a mausoleum <laughs> until Beckany can finally, hmm. finally graduates high school and gets away from that situation. And about three months later, boom, divorced. Because <laughs> they were staying together then, for the kid, but it did yeah. more harm to the kid. What well, I'm saying is, Beckany get a divorce. Beckany doesn't believe in love anymore. After no, she that. doesn't. You know, she's like, it didn't work for my parents. Doesn't work for my friends. Why should I ever believe it will work for me? And she goes around uh, college, just another cynical kid. Yep. And um, she doesn't. She doesn't put herself out there. Always distrusts everybody. Mm-hmm. Puts walls up. Yep. Doesn't let anyone in. No. Because her dad said Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> On Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Ugh. Fifteen years ago. <laughs> There was a, I, I wish I remember which one it was. It had to do with Oreos, though. I think it might have been like, what color are they or something? <laughs> I can't find it. Oh, it's so funny. There, there was also one guy who, uh, it was like, where, could, where, where do you go to get a, like a meatball while shopping or something like that? And it's like, to Paris, to Rome, or to Ikea. And he said, to Rome. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that's fun um well that anyway. was a fun digression it sure was. was more fun than i had watching the episode so mo's a half millionaire uh-huh <laughs> never comes up <laughs> that actually like surprised me because it was such a clear setup for mo will lose complete failure and then he's like i'm gonna walk away and then they burn the other money and that's the joke and i'm like okay still so is five hundred thousand dollars yeah. It's more money than I've ever seen in one place. Same. That's how much Big Brother winners get. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> and that's 40 days in yeah. a house. <laughs> he did it in an afternoon. Yeah. Uh, it's just a lazy parody, and I don't like it. Yeah. So we can move on. Yeah, we can <laughs> skip the episode if you want. <laughs> That'd be fine. <laughs> well, I mean... I will say, I will yeah. say this about this episode. It was, there was more laughs than I remembered. Uh-huh. That isn't to say there's a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> and especially compared to the Italian Bob, it, like, Italian Bob makes Day of the Jack and Apes look like Cape Fear. <laughs> it does, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things where Italian Bob was so bad. It's very bad. That, in retrospect, I was like, oh, that, when I didn't, I just, like, kind of didn't care for is actually not too bad in comparison yeah versus one that's actively bad but uh it's just again it's just like this weird thing they 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 try to keep a continuity going with bob like it's one of the few times they reference continuity and for some reason in this one they do and they don't right like they reference the fact that he tries to kill him all the time um they do the whole um, for the fifth time, Krusty's retiring or whatever. Uh, but again, like Cecil, like was a big part of the last time we saw him, and the fact that they just don't even reference him in any way. Like, it's just a throwaway gag that you need to do to reference it at least, right? Cecil was moved to a, a low security prison or something. 
you know, because he was better than me. <laughs> I don't know. Or he went to Princeton or something. Sure, Something whatever. with their Yale-Princeton thing. Sure, yeah. <laughs> the clown college. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but instead, yeah, he's he's not even referenced, and so it's just like, oh, so Bob's just back to his old tricks, and all the interest, in my opinion, really interesting character growth in the previous episode we saw him in is thrown out the window to just be like, ah, he wants to kill Krusty. He's going to use Bart to do it. It's, and this whole episode is lampshades. Like I mentioned yeah. this when we were watching it. Like this is all lampshades, and it's usually not funny lampshades. Like Maggie killed, shot Mister Burns again, followed by literal crickets. Yep. What? And it should be mentioned. This episode was written by Al Jean. Yeah. I'll and this episode that. is probably one of the first and only times I can think of where they directly refer to the declining state of the show. Yeah. They say, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's basically like, if a show goes on too long, it can get stale and and repetitive. Yeah. And that's when Smithers comes in with Maggie Shaw and Mr. Burns again. It's like, you recognizing it doesn't make it any worse or any better. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be resting on, on that idea. You shouldn't just be like, Everyone says the show's declining in uh, you know, quality, so we'll just uh, acknowledge that and then continue doing what we're doing. No, make it better. Try, like, look back, take stock. <laughs> look at how your show was beloved when it was and why. And we've been doing it <laughs> with this podcast, going through, like, why is this episode so good? Why does this work so well? Why doesn't this one not work well? And in my opinion, it's not a hard thing to fix. You just need to be true to your characters. You need to have clever jokes that don't stretch on too long just because you're in the writer's room and you keep riffing on each other and you think, oh, that's funny, put that in. That's funny, put that in. No, structure the jokes so that they are succinct and funny and just have your characters be normal and kind people that we knew when they first, the show first started, unless they're Burns or Moe, in which case, have them be horrible. That's what they're there for. Having every character be an asshole is what is ruining this show. It has ruined this show. <laughs> but like in this moment, right, in season 12, when they're clearly alerted to the fact that people don't appreciate the show as much as they did, they're in this headspace already. They should, at this point, be like, how do we fix this? Not, ah, let's just joke about it. The warning signals were going off for Scully's entire run. Yeah, totally. That's why they brought Gene on. Yep. That's why they brought him back. Cause he, yeah, because he he did good things back in was it season four? I think it was and that him, was him and Mike Reese. Yeah, and that was them. That was them doing what they thought was necessary to right the ship. Right. Like in a way, they listened. Right. In season twelve, sure. In a way, they listened because he comes on in season thirteen or fourteen, uh, and then never lets as showrunner. You mean? Yeah, he yeah. comes on very soon after that. Um, uh. Let's see. Gene was one of the writers. He became a showrunner at the start of the 13th season in 2001. Yeah. Uh, So who was showrunner in season 12? Scully. Right. Yeah. Because it was uh, Merkin for nine? No, no, no. Scully again. Oh, it was? Sorry. When was David Merkin? Five and six. Oh, right. Okay. Right. Sorry. I'm confusing the two. Yeah. Yeah. So he comes back in... So he, 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 he comes back and that's them 
literally trying to write the ship. Here's the, here's a quote. Um, uh, Gene's return was initially welcomed with MSNBC's John Bonet uh, stating, Gene, who took the show's helm from executive producer Mike Scully in 2001, has guided the show away from its gag-heavy Homer-centric incarnation. These are certainly brighter days for the show's longtime fans. However, some critics have argued that the quality of the show has declined in recent years during Gene's tenure. (laughs) Gene says in response to this, well, it's possible that we've declined, but honestly, I've been here the whole time, and I do remember in season two, people saying it's gone downhill. If we'd listened to that then, we would have stopped after episode 13. I'm glad we didn't. Good to know you're open to criticism. Yeah, like, what the hell? (laughs) That's such an arrogant response. Wow. Here's um, here's another uh, quote from John Ortved, uh, someone we, we quote often. He's the uh, author of The Simpsons and Uncensorized, uh, Unauthorized History. Yeah. What has defined the Al Jean era is the show's definitive move into the mainstream of American TV and culture. By now... The Simpsons is the most successful show in the history of television. It's a long way from the young, mouthy, experimental series on the upstart network Fox. With the show's popularity, such a shift was inevitable, and for many reasons, it's unfair to compare today's episodes with those from the show's heyday. That's a measured response, I think. Sure. But also at the same time, it is the most successful show on television, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, it's, you know, I think we've talked about this before, but the the shift happens because the original run was railing against something, ca- capitalism, corporations, bosses, you know. Um, it was, it was, it was like, it was trying to be an answer to culture. Now it is culture. Um, and they've just kind of went with it. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, we're, we're the cool thing now. And it's also why the, like the celebrity voices, instead of being characters, they're now the celebrities because they don't care anymore. <laughs> they're just, they're just like, what will sell this episode? Oh, I don't know. Michael Caine. <laughs> was, was he ever on? It's know. interesting that this is one that doesn't do that. True. The, both of these episodes. Well, Kelsey Grammer in general has like, has always just been Sideshow Bob. Mm -hmm. Right. So at the very least, yeah, it'd be actually, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they brought Kelsey Grammer on as himself at some point and maybe done a joke about it. Like you sound like Sideshow Bob or something. They might have, they might have, they might've done that. Yeah. I can't say for sure, but what I do like is that they keep him consistent with being Sideshow Bob because he is arguably always the best part of those episodes. I think even in these two episodes we're talking about, he is the best part. Yeah. He's given better things to do in Jack and Apes than Italian Bob, but I still think like Italian Bob would be unwatchable without Kelsey Grammer. Like obviously the character, but easily... I, maybe not easily, but like not too hard to replace that character with a new character if they wanted to, right? 
and just have the whole vendetta thing be like something that happens in that episode. You know, he, Homer accidentally does something to the mayor and then he's like, oh, now I've got a vendetta against you. And like the past that. That's a really bad episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that you're pitching me. I know. The Italian Bob is already a very, very bad, bad episode. episode. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but Jack and Apes, Day of the Jack and Apes, what's that? What is that? That is a reference to the film The Day of the Jackal. Uh-huh. I knew that part. Or what's a Jack and Ape? <laughs> what is a Jack and Ape? <laughs> <laughs> is it like a clown? I feel like for some reason it's a clown reference. Well, let's that that sounds right. But let's um look it up. Let's let's be sure. <laughs> okay. Um, it's an impertinent person or a tame monkey. Oh, an impertinent person. What's that mean? <sighs> <laughs> and monkey? <laughs> Explain that one. <laughs> Just look it up on Not your... showing proper respect? <laughs> Rude. Okay. Not pertinent to a particular matter. <laughs> Irrelevant. Okay, so this title is meaningless. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's just one of what their is it? dumb movie oh, reference fuck. titles. I hate, I hate it so much. Like at least the Italian, Italian Bob, Bob is is a the Italian that's job. A hundred percent a title they came up with before the episode. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! yeah. This is a title so, first episode. <laughs> Someone was like. The Italian job, the Italian Bob sideshow. Bob's in Italy. Write it. <laughs> uh, it's no good. No, very bad. But is there anything in Day of the Jack and Names that you liked? Well, let me see. <laughs> you got your notes? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, good. Crinkle it more. Oh, several pages. All right. <laughs> I liked the quarter Bob needs for laundry. <laughs> I liked that bit. I thought that was really funny. I, I did too. Uh, it's shiny quarter. Yeah. Damn, I uh, need damn. that for laundry. <laughs> and he laundry. says it he says it very very well. Yes. Um the uh and of course the uh uh kettle chips, the perfect <laughs> snack for revenge, for perfect side dish. Yes, that was my favorite joke. Those are those are two those are two very good moments. Yeah, I would I would say. Um, I also liked Bob, um, Bob going back to his uh, storage locker and the conversation he has with Raphael. Right, because Which I think is uh, maybe you can verify this. But I think it's where his name is coined. I think so because it's sarcastic guy. It's the first time we hear his name, but I like it because Bob would be the only person who would call him that way. Sure, it'd be like thank you, thank Raphael. you, Raphael, and then oh, you humble innkeeper. <laughs> I thought that was great. You want a good morning poke, <laughs> please, <laughs> please. Yeah, I, there's again like a lot of the sideshow Bob stuff is pretty funny. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that. Most of the other stuff is not. <laughs> I don't think any of it's funny. I can't I, think of anything. I, I don't else even that... think Krusty's funny in this. No, no. What is the Krusty the Clown show? <laughs> ah. <laughs> what is it? So Apparently there's, there's network, network executives, executives, Lindsay Nagel, 
and, and Goatee Man. Goatee Man. And they work at Krusty Lou Studios, mm-hmm. we assume, which is Krusty's own studio. True. It bears his name, so we can assume. <laughs> and then they're talking to him on the air. Yep. Which is like, what's going on here? Yeah, no, that's not allowed. What is happening? They should be fired. I don't care if they're network executives. That's, yeah. still, that's, that's not their job. Oh, uh, if you kill me, you can kill me, but two more will take my place. That's, that was pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't like any. Up. I just didn't like everything leading up to it. Yeah, none of it so works. That's why, it, like, because I thought that just saying that is funny, but like before, like he's hanging off the side of his his cart, and he's like, "I have notes," and like it's just it's again it's lazy, like like oh we're gonna get those network executives, and like they'd lean too far into it. You Feels know? like someone had an image of a punchline, and they were like, "I want to get there." Sure. Another title first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's it's more just like, like what bugs us about network executives? Oh, all the notes they give us. Let's ha- that's There we go. That's the whole thing. Let's make that five minutes of yeah. the episode. Yeah, and like to, to an absurd degree where it's not realistic anymore. Mr. Genie blows them up. With am, I, am I right? Network executives. Oh, they're like the Terminator. Can't, can't, can't get rid of them. Terminator, T-1000. T-1000. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Have you thought about Dave Chappelle? Oh, 2001, because the Chappelle <laughs> show was on. Great. Good. But this is what I mean. Like they, they do such like topical references. And to, granted, I'm sure in the golden age there are some occasionally, but for the most part, the, like we do the reference desk every time. And for the most part, it's stuff from quite a while ago that's in the zeitgeist. You know, And I'm not saying Dave Chappelle isn't, but to use Dave Chappelle as the example in this instance is very dated to 2001. Because, like you said, that's when Chappelle's show was a thing. <laughs> if they had known the future, they definitely wouldn't have used him because he fell off for years. <laughs> and is just now making a quote-unquote comeback by being a piece of shit, apparently. I haven't watched them, but <laughs> apparently his stand-ups are garbage. His new ones. Oh. Where he's like, ah, trans people are terrible. <laughs> It's basically the I think that's the title of the stand up special. I mean that's a little that's a little over overdoing it. That's <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like it's it, it's That might be an oversimplification it's... of Dave Chappelle's current work. Maybe you think so? maybe an oversimplification of one of the more important comedians of, of the the millennium. Oh, well, I haven't watched it. You should. Okay. You should watch him. I've heard bad things. Yeah, you, you've heard bad things, definitely. Okay. Yeah, definitely you've heard bad things. But my point is, you can go in there and hear some jokes that you don't like, and you're also going to come out with some that, you, some that you do. Okay. That's all. Okay. There's a lot. He's put out a lot of material. But the thing is, I don't want to get on a big thing here, but okay. there's comedians where I like all the jokes. Sure. I'd rather that. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like these episodes. Like, there's good jokes in there. That doesn't mean I want to watch the episode. Yeah, because there's shitty jokes too. Mm-hmm. There's gay panic jokes. Yeah, there are. <laughs> it's terrible. Anyway, uh, <laughs> have you thought about Dave Chappelle? I have now. Yeah, now you have. Thanks a lot, Lindsay Nagel. You're welcome. <laughs> she would say. <laughs> she would. <laughs> okay, so. I don't like this episode at all. <laughs> it's just, yeah. This was still in the era where I was watching it every week. So I remember this episode better. This is the same season as Homer. Uh-huh. 
and everybody's okay with this? <laughs> Not I. We're, we're just we're just fine. We're just gonna I'm just gonna let that just gonna let, let it lie. happen. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Kate. Bye. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Let's ruin another character. Uh huh. Let's do it this with this time with oh. Shit, I don't know. Everybody's already ruined. How about Homer? <laughs> let's do it again. Let's ruin, <laughs> let's ruin him again. Yeah. So, Italian Bob. Yeah, let's move on. So the plot for this one. This sucks so much. <laughs> this is the one that made Greg really upset. Oh. The plot is, Mr. Burns needs to buy a new car because children made fun of him. Yep. <laughs> so he buys a... Uh, I can't remember. A Lamborghini? A Lamborghini Fastarosa. Fastarosa. <sighs> so there's and, that. Yep. <laughs> Just going to move past that for a moment. Homer That's is... not the... Mo- okay, here's the... That's not... I don't want to get into a point where we're just going to be, like, uh, crunching on these things and, like... I don't want to get to a point where we're just like hammering these episodes for being bad because they're bad, right? But if we do that, then we're just going to we're just going to be negative <laughs> negative netties for for the whole for this whole Patreon thing. Yeah. And I won't do it. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I won't have it. All right. So I'm going to stand up. Mhm. Gonna brush my shelf off. Sure. Brush my shelf. Brush, brush your shelf. And I'm 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 <laughs> gonna stand for this episode. Stand or stand. stand? I'm gonna stand. Okay. We we stand in Italian Bob. That's right. So what's why do you love this episode, Greg? <laughs> why is this your favorite episode of season 17? <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> Let's start there. Good. Good start. Okay. Original air date December eleventh, two thousand five. This episode, Christmas episode has yeah. This is a good. It's a uh, it's a family episode. Mm-hmm. It's for the family. Mm-hmm. It has some fun references that you might get to things like Family Guy and American Dad. Um, you might enjoy that because those are the some of the some of the shows that are on the M- animation domination block and and Fox's Sunday night lineup starting at nine p.m. <laughs> And it also has the return of a beloved character in Sideshow Bob. In fact, he does so well in this episode that he wins his first Emmy for the role in this episode. That's how good he is. It has a a a a, a parody of of um, Lamborghini, mm-hmm. where they call it a Lamborghini, mm-hmm. Fasterosa, as like you gotta go fast. See, that's kind of clever when you break it down like that. And and we all know George Miller took that and created the character Furiosa. Fasterosa. That's her last <laughs> His, name. Well, her original name was Fast- Fasterosa. Yeah. <laughs> and the original title for the movie was Fast Road. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't a Mad Max film at all. <laughs> this is Mad Max Fast Road. Fuck. 
Oh boy. Um, Pagliacci. Pagliacci. <laughs> He's a clown. He's a sad clown. And so Krusty would be doing a show sure. in, in, in Italy, Italy as Pagliacci. As in the Colosseum. <laughs> That's an Italian location. It is. It's, it exists in Italy. A country. Looks like a boot. Yeah. There you go. Uh, there's, a, there's a Trump reference in this episode. Oh. And... A Mussolini reference. Yeah, in the same breath. Two dictators. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> Re- yeah, you really nailed it. Did we get him? He's impeached. Ah, he's, nailed him. He's being impeached as we speak. Nailed him to the wall. Maybe. Who fucking knows anymore? What if he wasn't bad? Hmm? <laughs> what do you mean? What if, like, 50 years from now, uh-huh. we, like, something is unearthed, and it was like, oh, he had to be this way. There was something going on, and it was like, and he wasn't bad. Hmm. Cool. That, I mean, I, it, <laughs> would that excuse some things? Something. Let, I, want, I want you to think if, just, okay, <laughs> the thing. The thing that would have to come out uh-huh. 50 years from now <laughs> yeah. that would excuse all of uh-huh. it. I'm saying like all of it yeah. and that he is actually good. Okay. Not great, just a good president. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What if something what if that happened? Was, was revealed? Like yeah. what would that thing have to be? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, you want me to pitch this? I want you to pitch me. <laughs> I'm doing all the legwork here. You just got to oh. say a thing. <laughs> Come up with an ending to my hypothesis. <laughs> okay, here it is. Uh-huh. Tr- Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. Donald J. Trump. President Trump. Mm-hmm. He became aware, let's say five, no, let's say ten years ago, okay. that climate change and global warming was going to destroy the earth in a hundred years. He realizes that the only way the world will stand up and take action and listen is if there's a villain. And so he basically becomes the villain we all need. To unite us. To unite us. He is the squid monster in Watchmen. (laughs) Ah! <laughs> He's Ozymandias He's, and the Squid yes, Monster combined. Combined, 100%. Yep. There you go. Brilliant. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Trump 2020. Greta Thunberg is one of his agents. <laughs> it's all very calculated. He needed to create the, 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 the terrible state, the terrible divided state of the nation up to this point, and then bring Greta in. So he creates monsters of his own. Creates monsters of his own. So he can create a hero. create a hero. There it is. Either die a hero. (laughs) 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 Prove me wrong, children. Now his biggest hurdle in all of this Uh is all the Republican, not all, I shouldn't say all, a large majority of the Republicans currently in the Senate and Congress are so bad (laughs) 
and such dummies that they're buying into all of his bullshit. And in the back of his mind, he's like, how the hell are you still on my side? What is happening? It's kind of like, what do I have to do? Yeah, you should be. And that's why he keeps up raising the bar. (laughs) He's like, do I have to be impeached? Do I have to be fucking impeached for you to realize I'm a monster? Fine. Ukraine, go get Joe Biden. What? Oh, you guys are going to impeach me for that. No, please don't. Do it. (laughs) I still have to be a monster, though. (laughs) Otherwise, they'll see. Otherwise, they'll know. The, the, The jig will be up. Which reminds me. Yeah. Can you get jiggy with it? <laughs> that was a line in <laughs> the previous episode. <laughs> yeah. We're losing, what is it, like, we're losing the male demo. Is there something you can get jiggy with? It. I'll say. Oh, God. It was just, it was a very well-written joke for the new millennium. When was uh, Big Willie style? Was it 97? You know, I don't know that. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. You know I don't know. It's like... Big Willie style was where Get Jinky With It is on. How many Will Smith songs have I heard in my life? I have heard... All of them. Getting Jiggy With It. Uh-huh. Like the Men in Black. Of course. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Sure. I've heard The Wild Wild West. Uh, who hasn't? Um, and I've heard uh, uh, Prince Ali Ababwa. <laughs> And, sure. And the you ain't never had a friend like me. Well, Miami. No. What? <laughs> yes, you have. No, I haven't. Welcome to Miami. Ben Venima Amiami. Party in the city where the heat is Stop on. Stop it. I don't know that song. The break of dawn. Well, you should. <laughs> Just the two of us. That's not a that's not a song by us. <laughs> it is. He wrote it. <laughs> He wrote it for his son, Jaden. What? <laughs> Don't lie. I'm not. <clears throat> Just the Two of Us uh-huh. is a song by American rapper Will Smith. Uh-huh. It was released as the fourth single from his debut solo studio album, Big Willie Style, 1997. Okay, I was correct. Okay, sing me a bar. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. That's a Will you Smith song? <laughs> The song was inspired by Bill Withers and Grover Washington Jr.'s love song of the same title. Smith's version samples and incorporates lyrics from the original. Of course it does. (laughs) It should be clear at this point, Will Smith has never made an original song. (laughs) (laughs) Every song you know of his is a sample. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Even Men in Black? Even Men in Black. Oh, wow. Um, I believe that Sister Sledge is the sample for that. Anyway, Big Willie style. Cool. <laughs> That's when getting jiggy with it was in the popular culture. And this episode, sorry, the episode of the Jackanapes is 2001. That's five years removed, and they're making a jiggy joke. And I hate them for it. Would it be funny if they did it now? Mm, no. I still think no. I think that, like has become such a joke in and of itself in the zeitgeist that using it now is just unfunny to me. I don't know. I think an episode, if it came out now and if it was aware that this is like the, that, that that's the point that networks executives are so out, out of touch, out, out of touch. Yeah. I think that might work. Might work better. Yeah. There's a, there's a Seinfeld episode 
where Jerry Seinfeld, the protagonist of Seinfeld, yeah, uh, <laughs> says, um, uh, "I was gonna get jiggy with it," and I believe that episode came out in '97. <laughs> uh huh. And it's funny to me only because it's Jerry Seinfeld saying it because he's a lame-o. <laughs> <laughs> that he is. Yeah. 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 He's funny. Anyway. Anyway. Just the two of us, Greg. Yep. <laughs> yep. We can make it if we try. So, the Italian Bob. Mm. Obviously a reference to the uh, Italian Rob. Italian Rob, one of the Survivor contestants that famously went up against Boston Rob. Mm-hmm. And lost. Because <laughs> Boston Rob's a champion. We mm-hmm. all know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you see the Italian job? Which one? Neither. Yep. <laughs> I've only seen the remake. Me too. Okay. Edward Norton's in it. Yeah, he sure is. He's a villain. Yeah, it's weird. He's got a goatee. Yeah. That's how you know he's a villain. Also weird. <laughs> Do we want to talk about this episode? <laughs> I really don't, but um, okay. They go, well, we to, should. they go to Italy because he Burns gets, needs yeah, a new car. Burns needs a new car. He gets a Fasterosa. Faster, Fasterosa. This is where I started standing up for this episode, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Uh, the last time I checked in with yep. myself. And he sends Homer for because it's... That was the, the worst. Yeah. He's like, go collect Usually, my car. Usually, there's a, there's a scene with Mr. Burns deciding that Homer's the person to do it. True, yeah. Asking Smithers, Smithers being like... Monstrously ugly. <laughs> yeah, being like, oh, who's that carbon blob? And, like, he's one of your organ donors from Sector 7G. Like, who is that reprobate? Smithers? That sort of thing? Because that's a yeah. good joke that still is funny, and if you can fill it in the, its Mad Lib style, it's like a fucking Celebrity Jeopardy episode on SNL. It just works. Yeah. So, the fact that they don't do that it's so dumb. Lazy. It's so lazy. It's just like, oh, it's because it's The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And in both of these episodes, Bob has gotten a very uh, underwhelming introduction or reintroduction. Maybe true, more true. so in the Jack and Apes episode. Yeah. Considering he was gone Again, for so long. Lampshade. That's why they do it, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like, hello, Bart. And or are you talking about like when he first talking the moment that you see him because they usually like pan over and do like a it's a it's a tonal shift that you need to do when you're doing a sideshow Bob episode. Dear this American life, yeah, funny thing happened to me. (laughs) Like that's that's the the stuff. Yeah, Um, I was gonna say. Uh, a riff on that is his reveal to the Simpsons or to Bart were both kind of like lampshaded, underwhelming, you know? Like when Bart sees him, he's like, hello, Bart. And he's just like, oh, hey, how's it going? And it's like, what? No scream? Not even eep? And he's like, ah, I always win. And I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> like, What happens I after still, that, though? Uh, he gets hypnotized. Oh, but before that? I don't remember. <laughs> he gets hit in the face with a rake. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> So, I don't know if you guys remember, in the episode Cape Fear... It's a really good episode. He steps on a bunch of rakes. Like nine? At least nine. Yeah. And then another one later on. Yep. So in this... Funny joke, right? Funny joke. In these ones, they're like, we gotta bring those rakes back. 
He steps on another rake. In and Jack he says, rakes my arch nemesis. I thought you. I thought I was your arch nemesis. I have a life outside of you, Bart. And everyone remembers that line because they think it's funny, but you've been tricked. <laughs> you've been tricked into been remembering fooled. into remembering the initial joke that was very funny, mm-hmm. and your um, let's say uh, space time continuum laughter mm. from that moment when you first saw that traveled through the space-time laughter continuum and tickled your funny brain, and it made... The STLC. Yeah, it made you chortle to yourself. And it wasn't the joke. It was the reference to the joke that was funny. The joke itself is not funny. But the fact that it tickled your funny brain makes you think it was. Although I will say, removed from as, as a rake being a part of it, I'd like the line, I have a life outside of you, Bart. Yeah. I think that's funny. Yeah. But again, when it's in reference to the rake, less funny. Yeah. Also, and then in Italian Bob, yep, two different rakes show up. Really? Mm-hmm. Two? Mm-hmm. I only remember the one. The one the that kid. Sideshow Bob hits? No, it's Sideshow Bob hits one. What? And then later, the kid hits one. Because he's a son. Oh, R- Bob has a son. And a wife. <laughs> and a wife. That's... The plot, they go to Italy. They're like, oh, we gotta, a fix, we gotta fix our car. Maybe there's a mechanic. Oh, talk to the mayor. Ooh, hello, mayor. Who are you? I'm Sideshow Bob. Oh, no. By the way, here's my wife and child. Please don't tell them I'm a criminal. That's the plot. Yep. But Took he wears a his, long time to get there. He wears his inmate costume underneath costume. his suit, uniform under his suit. So it's all on him, really. But then his wife and kid are like into it. They're like, yeah, we should kill him. Oh, yeah, they're Italians. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, take, take that. Take that country. Take that whole country. <laughs> you ever been to Italy? Yes. I haven't. No? No. Well, someday. You must go. <laughs> oh, you absolutely <laughs> must go. Tuscany in the fall is gone. It's so lovely. I like to drive up and down the Goes fine. <laughs> uh, very fast sports mobile. Just enjoy being in Italy. I go see the Volturi. Cheese. There's a lot of cheese there. Oh, uh, yeah. Which we get yeah, a nice little list. A whole big one. A list um, joke. They got the they got the insurance for the cheese, but not the type that hit them. Mm. Not a, They didn't get mortadella. Yeah, too much cheese. Doesn't cover. We got the cheese insurance. Doesn't cover mortadella. Oh, I get no respect. Um. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Wasn't your weird <laughs> British version of <laughs> Dangerfield? I get no respect. I, I get no respect. <laughs> this is a wild, wild place. <laughs> That's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all, all right. right. Take my wife, please. We're all gonna get laid. Whoa, what are you, some kind of ghost of girlfriend's past? <laughs> <laughs> Having a failure of a line. <laughs> I'll tell you how to lose a guy in ten days. <laughs> Mud. <laughs> Mud. <laughs> Sahara. <laughs> There's too much mud in this Sahara. Oh, dear me. 
some <laughs> I'm some kind of wolf of Wall Street. Only for a few minutes though, because I gotta <laughs> hop back over to my Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> uh Death always wins. <laughs> the Dark Tower. <laughs> I just wanted to say that line from the Dark Tower rather than having right. quoted. Right. <laughs> Roland. All right. Um, <laughs> let's do a Matthew McConaughey podcast. Sure. So, yeah. Podfew McConaughey. <laughs> I mean, struck gold. <laughs> we have to do it now. Podfew. It's going to name my child. <laughs> Come along, Podfew. <laughs> You talking to me? No, my son is also named Podview. <laughs> hey, it's back to the Simpsons. Uh, Simpsons. You nailed we it. We like it. Yeah, we do. We do until we mm, don't. This one's bad, though. Yep, it sure is. It's hard watching this show. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, I really do go into these episodes hoping to like them. Yeah, same. And then every time I come out, it's just very, it's very disappointing. Yeah. It's true. And that, I think that's also why I appreciated Jack and Apes a bit more is because I was trying to like it. Yeah. And like I said, Sideshow Bob is still a character I love and yeah. most of the things he does I enjoy. So like that helps a lot. And that's also why I was hoping with these two that that would help us enjoy them a bit more. Sorry, I need to... You just reminded me of a joke that I forgot to mention. Okay. If I may. You, you may. Um, go for the work the groin when he's telling oh. hypnotized Bart to hit the crusty statue. Yeah. I think that whole sequence is really funny. Because uh, of because of Kelsey Grammer, because right. he's like he's going for it so hard. It's truly just cackling great. evilly in yeah. the street. Yeah. It's truly great. I would and, say I would say yeah. I agree except the the cut to inside with Chief Wiggum and Co. Mm. I think a lot of that stuff's not funny. Like where he's like, oh I got this pinball machine. He's like He's like, give me it. And he's like, give it back. Give what back, Lou? You know, it's just like, all right. Like, again, it's just characters being jerks to each other. And that's like what The Simpsons becomes. Yeah. And it, it bugs me. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, previous, yeah, there's not much previous, kindness. Like, there's not much kindness left. The, the cops in previous instances are always like, they're on each other's side, you know? They're never like, oh, you're chief, you're the worst, or like anything like that. Like, they're they're doing their best. And like, Help me out of the booth, boys. They immediately stab it, you know, like stuff like that. And you're just like, yeah, like they, they're friends, you know, overall they're friends. Or, yeah. and you know, you can do whatever you want, birthday boy. Like, yeah, know, that was, was even in this season. That was, that was in season 12. We covered it last time. And yeah, I don't know. It just bugs me when they make their characters jerks because that's what they think is humor. I just realized I have this episode and I didn't need to buy it. <laughs> Day of the Jack and Apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. I'm furious. <laughs> You're furiosa? I'm faster. <laughs> uh good movie. Great movie. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road is one of the best movies ever made. Oh, it's so good. I'm I think I'm pretty confident because like, well, we both just saw it. Yep. And it's one of the it's one of the best action movies ever made. Oh, hundred percent. Without even like, I don't think there's a question. It's crazy how good it is. Yeah, like it's actually a m- maniacal movie. Like it's, it's it's so good. It's so good. <sighs> well, Nux. Oh yeah, 
I like that guy. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Witness me. I like Mad Max in that movie. Yeah. I like Tom Hardy's. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's like mad in the beginning. Yeah. That's his arc. Yeah. He remembers he his name. He... <laughs> that's his arc. That's that's his secret, Captain. Yeah. He's always mad. <laughs> Max. I'm always mad. <laughs> Max. Punch. <laughs> he punches a giant snake. Yeah. yeah. It's a space snake. <laughs> we all remember that scene from Mad Max Fury Road. Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> so... Basically, yeah, Italian Bob ends with <laughs> very, very th- huge thud because, you know, the whole climax is built into the Pagliacci concert and Bob's going to try and kill the Simpsons. And then the kid also tries to kill them or like is basically the family, the Bob family is all together trying to kill the Simpsons. Krusty's like, get in. <laughs> and they do and they drive away. And that's that's it. it. That's it. They just leave. <laughs> they just and leave. And then the little child just starts stabbing at a butterfly. Because he's like, Vendetta, Vendetta. Oh, Farfalli. Which is butterfly. Farfalli, Vendetta. Farfalli, Vendetta. And then just, and oh man, that sticks out in my brain so much. Because I did watch this episode long ago. And I was like, what is happening? And I, I remember at the time thinking, there must have been a lot of Sideshow Bob episodes between when I stopped watching it now. No, this is like his reintroduction for after like five years, or I guess I think season 14 might have been the, the one we didn't talk three about. Three years, three years. Yeah. yeah. But still, like that's that's it's crazy. That's a chunk of time. Yeah. Because there was, I mean, for the most part in the golden years, they brought him back every season. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, indeed. Is there anything you <sighs> liked about this episode? So the one joke I actually did kind of like um, that I can remember. <laughs> there, there was a couple, I will say there was a couple chuckles, you know, and there's a couple parts where I'm like, ah, that's kind of funny. But there was one part that I actually like really enjoyed. It was mostly with, uh, Yardley Smith's delivery and it's Lisa drinking the wine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's she funny. spills and she goes, oh, I'll just get it with more wine. There. See, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> just like the way she says it, it's like kind of like, cute. You and keep like, doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Keep doing the thing. <laughs> It's kind of cute. And I remember like kind of cringing when, because I'm like, oh, right, the kids get drunk. And like, I don't like that. Like the humor they try to mine from that. But I think that moment works really well as an eight-year-old getting getting good delivery. It's good delivery. It's really good delivery. It's a good performance. Yeah. Uh, That was my, that was one that I was going to honorable mention. Um, (sighs) (laughs) I like Bob as Pagliacci. I think he sings that. I mean, yeah, he's, he sings that. Beautiful singing. Voice. I think he sings Guilty that. As yeah, I think he sings that part well, but I honestly can't think of anything else. What I about like. Krusty's version? Did you like that one? It's so dumb. <laughs> what is it like? Rice I, Krispies. I have no Rice Krispies. I it's, have no Rice Krispies. It's the most. It's the laziest thing you can think of. It's really bad. It is. I. I don't. I. No joke really stuck out to me other than that Lisa delivery joke. Yeah. Um, the one that did stick out to me was the plagiarissimo, plagiarissimo, deplagiarissimo mm-hmm. joke. Um, Which was Family Guy in America. Yeah, when, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, Family Guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> take that. Yeah, take that. Uh, they're on the same network. They don't give a fuck. So 
Well, then they do a crossover episode later. Yeah, and they do a crossover. Everything's hypocritical and stupid, but also, who cares? It's so dumb. Oh, I'm very negative. I'm sorry. No, it's... I mean, that's what these episodes are for. <laughs> ah, they're not, though. <laughs> well, they're not, but they're also... It's it's hard. We, we're not going to be dishonest. Like, if we didn't like the episode, we're going to say that. We're going to try and find things we enjoy. Yeah. But we're... So, like, like you were saying in the beginning, we don't want this to be just us shitting on the show. But for me, I see it as personally an opportunity to, to, to really like dissect why the show has gone the way it has. Because I still get a lot of people who will say, like, ah, like I still watch here and there, and there's some funny episodes here and there. And I'm like, cool. I haven't seen evidence of that yet. You no, know, me like, neither. I haven't seen an episode since season eight <laughs> for me. You don't like anything in season nine well no, just let me finish okay. i haven't seen any episodes since season eight that i can fully say top to bottom this is a great episode in nine there's no episode that i'm like this is a hundred percent great that's insane sorry that's absolutely mental it's not, it's not it's just there's so many things that go wrong in season nine for me and we will talk about it more when we get when we get there but oh, it's gonna be great it, it is it's gonna be a lot of fun get but hype. i <laughs> And and again, it's not me trying to be negative for the sake of being negative. I just am being honest with myself in the fact that there's and like even we're already s- still seeing it in season eight with where we're currently at. And there was you know there's episodes here and there in the golden years where I'm just like this episode doesn't work for me or this moment doesn't work for me. And so there's let me let me say there's not the majority of episodes from seasons three to, through eight are not 100 percent great. You know what I mean? I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying three through eight are all perfect and nine and onward are all garbage. I'm just mm-hmm. saying there's so many ones in three to eight that are perfect to me. There's a lot, but not all of them. Yeah. There's a lot that are either bad or just miss the mark a bit or weird or maybe have moments that I really dislike. Like even with uh, like Flying Hellfish, we talked about that and how that ending is like the one like big like sore spot for that episode, you know? Um, and that one is tough because it is the ending. Yes. And so it's like, that's, <laughs> that's the, what you remember. That's your closer. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm always hopeful <laughs> when we do these, these zombie ones that not that I don't expect to find a perfect one by any means, but I'm hopeful that there'll be one that I'm like, you know what? Overall, this was a good episode. Even if there were some moments that didn't work as a whole, it, it's enjoyable. And I haven't found any yet. <laughs> And it's a bummer, but that's why I see these as an opportunity to discover why. Like, why I dislike the show so much now versus in its heyday. And, you know, with these ones we just watched, again, Sideshow Bob, I like. I like that character. And most of the stuff he does in Jack and Ape specifically, I think is funny. In this one, he has less to do, and he's also a bit more subdued. Like, he's not the maniacal evil genius as much so he doesn't have any of those like work the groin moments or just like the it begins <laughs> um oh that was a joke i wanted to mention in jack and Apes when skinner hires him yeah and he does that and skinner's like freaked out and then he's like oh, i mean my career my what is it voice announcing announcing career, career. and he's like hmm, okay and i'm like oh what like that's not skinner like skinner would <laughs> the uh, let me just say the funny thing Skinner would do there is he'd go it begins ha 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 and he'd be like I'm so glad you're excited you know like to be oblivious because that, that's what's funny about Bob too and especially in um, Sideshow Bob Roberts where 
his victory speech is just him laughing. And the response is, and look how happy he is. That's so funny. It's super funny. Having it clear to the audience that he's evil, but have the characters not realize it, that's what makes his character funny. And I think Skinner should have done that in that moment. I think he should have been oblivious and Bob be outright clear that he's evil to the audience. So. Agreed. <laughs> no, that's, that, 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 yeah. is the, that is the right way to play that. Yeah. And like he he takes him to be like oh so glad you're excited let yeah. me show you to let your me show office you around. yeah 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 that's a great button to that joke rather than him be like what and then oh I need to cover this up having now. it end quietly too yeah and him just silently uh-huh. uh, it's weird it's just weird and that's that's what I notice the most with these episodes is that the humor just feels weird but at least this one Jack and Apes has an ending it does <laughs> Italian Bob has no ending it has no ending. I mean, I will say the ending to Jack Names isn't strong. Nope. But it is an ending. Yep. It's like, well, you're going to get executed. Yep. Goodbye. <laughs> Government's going to murder you now. Yeah. This one is just like, no, they just left him. And theoretically, he's still in Italy. I haven't looked into the next episode that he's in. Do you want to find out? I mean. Because <laughs> he's not. He's definitely not in Italy anymore. <clears throat> and probably they don't even mention his family. Um, they do, actually. Oh, good. Yeah, Francesca and Gino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so were they voice, or was uh, Francesca voiced by someone that we know, like a celebrity, or was it just a? Um, I feel like it might have just been Tress McNeil. It was not <laughs> uh, Maria Grazia Cucinata as Francesca Terwilliger. Oh. Obviously. Should I know her? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no. She also played <laughs> Grilletta da Vinci, uh, brackets, Cigar Girl. What? In, <laughs> in the 1999 James Bond movie, The oh. World Is Not Enough. <laughs> oh, no. Is that someone he beds? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a James Bond. Oh, sorry. Let me just check my notes. Is it a woman? Yes. Yes. Okay. It is someone. So it's someone (laughs) whom he beds. Yes. Very good. So, yeah. The Italian Bob, um, the entire Terwilliger family returns and funeral for a friend in season 19, um, which Bob's father, Robert Terwilliger Sr., uh, and his mother make their first appearances. What? Yeah. He returns briefly in uh, season 20. Now they're getting closer again, mm-hmm. right? Um, wedding for disaster. Okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he appears again in the episode The Bob Next Door. Oh. And that's season 21, so 19, 20, 21. Wow. He appears. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bob briefly appears in At Long Last Leave, season 23. Um. And in The Man Who Grew Too Much, he was revealed as a chief scientist for a genetic engineering company at Monsarno. That's that's what you were talking about. So that's season 25. He appears briefly in Clown in the Dumps. Oh, that's where uh, Chrissy's dad dies. Yeah. He also makes a brief appearance on Blazed and Confused, both season 26. Blazed and Confused. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I am. (laughs) 
And then, of course, in Tree House of Horror 26. Of course. Is that the one where he kills yeah, Bart he kills, a bunch? he kills Bart, yeah. Like, over and over? Um, okay, so his family reappears the, n- the next time he yeah. appears, but never again? It I don't like, think so. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Do you know the clown in the dumps thing? Clown in the dumps. Like, that episode, con- not controversy, like, who gives a shit, but it was the premiere of, uh, like, season 25 or some shit. Maybe later. Season 26, episode 26. one. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and the the build-up to it was a main character was going to be killed. Yeah. And then it turns out it was the old man. <laughs> and people were like, really? Yeah, I remember that. Herschel, or uh, Hyman Krastovsky yeah. is who you're going to yep. build up as the big death. Yep. A character who's appeared in maybe three episodes. Maybe. At the most. And, uh, yeah. He he dies. He dies. It's like um, this isn't some this isn't some wussy thing. Like we're gonna introduce a character <laughs> just to kill him off. No, a clone dies tonight. Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon <laughs> was my best friend. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's like that's the thing that came out. What ten years before this? Yeah. That Clone High, like, mockery of that idea. Yep. And they did it straight. Straight up. They were just like, yeah, the major character's going to die. You should tune in. Do it. And people did. And they're like, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Mo? Is it going to be, maybe it'll be uh, Apu. Maybe it'll be uh, fucking Martin Prince. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'll be, uh, you know, Mr. Burns. He's old. Oh, it's it's the rabbi. Great. <laughs> so, well, yeah. anything else to say about these episodes? Uh, I will say that I am officially declaring a vendetta uh-huh. against this episode. <laughs> Wait a minute. Vendetta means vendetta. <laughs> you can't even get through that joke. No. It's <laughs> straight face. I got... It's a bad joke. I got sad. Be- yeah, because vendetta actually means a blood feud in which the family of a murdered person seeks vengeance on the murderer or the murderer's family, uh, or a bitter quarrel. Sure, I mean, yeah, it's one of the, what are those what are those words called that are like co opted into to English? Do you want to know what I'm talking about? Doppelganger is one. Um, I can't remember what they're called, but portmanteau. Bar- oh. No, <laughs> wrong. Synonyms. No, it's just. I think it's just borrowed word. I think that's what they call it. All right, (laughs) just you're just reading a dictionary. Adjective noun. (laughs) Proverb. All right, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Proverb. Yeah, it's a proverb. No, it's not. (laughs) It's like it's like the best verbs. Yeah, it's a verb that wears a suit to work. (laughs) Gets paid. It's a 10 cent what verb. What are you, a proverb or an amateur verb? <laughs> I only use proverbs. That's right. Um, yeah. Borrowed word. Okay. That's what I was looking yeah. for. <laughs> Vendetta is, yeah, the yeah. joke, obviously. I, I I don't think it's a good joke, but the oh, joke is that joke. we use that term already. That's the joke. It's, it's the joke. It's like, oh, vendetta means vendetta. <laughs> Out of work actor Rainier Wolfcastle was funny. 
I thought that was kind that of was fine. fine. Yeah. What did he say though? I've lowered my quote to eight million dollars, and then he's like, "Ah, the man wants to work." Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. Let me work. Yeah. Any hoot? Uh, yeah. Um, there's a couple shitty gay jokes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. They're they're there. Bob experimented in college. That's right. Yeah, and then uh, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Yep. Those um and the gayest supervillain ever. Yeah. And it's and we're like it's, it's 2005 and we're in this once again we're in this post 9/11 time where it's like yeah, let's go edgy with our humor and the Simpsons is trying desperately to catch up to shows like South Park and Family Guy and they're doing such a bad job of it. Because in the that's end that's not what that show is. No, it's the South sh- Park started like that. Yeah. They're letting the shows that were influenced by them influence them. And it's a it's a horrible snake eating its tail thing. Yeah. Which I think is called an arobos. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a rooibos. Rooibos tea. Yeah. <laughs> Rubios. A, it's called Aruba, Jamaica. You know Bermuda, I want to take a <laughs> Bahama. <laughs> Come on, pretty mama. <laughs> Beach boys. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, anyway, let's let's call it. Should we call it? Yeah, let's call it. This has been fun. Um, <laughs> sound off in the comments as to what you want us to do next. I've yes. had a couple of suggestions from uh, people, and they're all good ones. So <laughs> good. We quotes. just they're, no, they're 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 good because good suggestions. Yeah, they're good. Not good episodes. Yeah, they're good suggestions because they're all on a thematic connection. I like some it. of them are even from the same season, which is really really great. If you can find thematic connections in the same season, that is really really cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everybody's doing exactly what we asked and we thank you so much for that so keep it up and we'll get to some of those suggestions for our next episode yes also if anyone knows i don't want to look it up if anyone knows the episode where it's like a weird da vinci code thing and like maggie's uh like there's something about maggie and i think maggie's i own missing. that episode uh that's one i think we should do because this one i watched that i didn't hate okay and I think it'd be good to try and find those. Great. But I don't remember a lot about it. Which That's is why another I'm like, thing someone, we can ask for. Someone ones, help. Yeah. Ones in zombie ones that, years. Ones that, that you like or yeah. like you think are like decent. Because these ones are depressing us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my biggest call out to everybody, if, if you are more familiar with the zombie years than we are, um, episodes where Homer isn't a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. I'd love to find more of those. I think the closest one that I've seen is the uh, the Halloween episode right. with Lisa's. She's got like a tail or something. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's trying. It's trying where Homer's trying to be a good person in that one. It's it still misses the mark from what I remember. But I'd like to find more like that, where he's back to the Homer we know, where he's he's lovable doofus, not piece of garbage asshole. <laughs> Absolutely, I second that. Yeah. That sounds great. Okay, everybody. Thanks so much, everybody. We really appreciate you subscribing. Um, and uh, sorry, this one came out a bit late. Uh, no, it's not. It's not, not oh, going to okay. come out late. No, Did we do one out. on the 15th this year? No, this month? no, we didn't. Oh. <laughs> but you did. I, I put something out. Oh, yes. oh no. <laughs> so <laughs> ominous. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I guess on the 15th, I hope you enjoyed the shirtless pick of Greg. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's 
the uh, it's hot Greg it's here. <laughs> it's hot Greg. Yeah, hot Greg. Everybody, I'm going to the gym. That's <laughs> <laughs> what the fans are clamoring for. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this I guess is not late then. So great, but uh, we do really much, really much, we really much appreciate you all, and uh, we hope to continue getting content out for you uh, at least once, at least twice a month. So. Uh, again, sound off and let us know what you'd like to see or hear, and we'll do our best to match all those requests. Definitely. Bye. <laughs>